Hello? You there in the car. Listen, if I was a cop, I'd pull you over and ask to see your insurance. Woo, I bet that would scare the heck out of you. <laughs> but seriously, I still want you to get your insurance papers out. Whoa, that's ridiculous. Look, we all have cars. That means insurance. But newsflash, you don't have to pay a fortune for it. What smart people all over the United States are doing is saving hundreds of dollars hauling AIS insurance. Some of you could be saving up to $600 a year. Maybe with an extra $600, you can get your car washed at least once a month. I mean, come on, look at it. Look, my job is to help you save money on your car insurance. So pick up the phone, call AIS Insurance right now, and get your car washed, please. 800-756-3744. 800-756-3744. That's 800-756-3744. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Well, y'all, it's Tuesday here on the show, and you know what that means. Tonight, NXT 2.0. And holy smokes, we have six things announced for NXT last night. Or tonight. Last night was Raw, where we had one thing that was announced, and they didn't do it. They're supposed to get the finals of the RK Bronament with the Street Profits against Ray and Dominic. But there's some sort of issue with Montez Ford, and he was unable to do the show. And so they announced yesterday, and I'm talking yesterday after we did the show. We do the show at noon Pacific 3 Eastern. And as of noon Pacific 3 Eastern, the finals of the RK Bro tournament were still going on. But later in the afternoon, they told us the teams are injured. It will not be taking place for two weeks. They knew about this over the weekend. But they waited until a couple of hours before the show to tell us. So anyway, they had one thing announced, they didn't do it. The show was a massive heat up and down the show. In every single segment, a babyface was left for dead. In every single segment. And the top babyface on the show was a heel. We'll tell you about it. Anyway, we got SmackDown ratings. We got Rampage ratings with the debut of old Hook. Got an update on Jeff Hardy from his brother Matt. Shingo Takagi, Tokyo Sports MVP award winner. Did you see the rest of these awards? We'll talk about a couple of them here. And, of course, we've got the full Raw report. If you'd like to join us here today, we're going to open up with text messages, 425-780-7566, Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at Sempervivi. And yes, you can follow him at the Oreo the Orca. Make sure you put the the at the front, T-H-E, at the Oreo the Orca. Back in a moment, everybody, with more Observer Live. You need an accurate thermometer to check for fever a potential sign of flu or COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. 
Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Exergen Temporal Scanners are available at Walmart and other fine retailers. Learn more at exergen.com. That's E-X-E-R-G-E-N.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. When you want to protect your IRA or 401k, don't trust it to just anyone's hands. It's your money. You earned it, and you deserve the best protection available. That's where Augusta Precious Metals comes in. We've provided gold and silver IRAs to thousands of Americans, including Joe Montana himself, the Hall of Fame quarterback. Augusta is trusted by all these people because we have a simple process requiring little more than a phone call to book an appointment for a one-on-one web conference on the benefits of buying gold inside your IRA. Our objective, to educate you on the economy and on the way Americans are using gold as an important part of their wealth protection plans. So do what Joe Montana did. Protect your IRA with gold and silver. Call Augusta Precious Metals right now. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. At Alico.com, we are the number one automated driveway gate brand in the USA. Each gate is meticulously handcrafted from powder-coated galvanized steel. They are resistant to chipping, scratching, and fading, and come with an unheard of 10-year warranty, making them beautiful for years to come. We offer a wide variety of styles and sizes to choose from. See our full selection at Alico.com. That's A-L-E-K-O.com. 10% off plus free shipping on any item. Use code RADIO10 at checkout. Alico.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Tonight, NXT 2.0, we have got a, a number of matches announced for the show tonight. Braun Breaker faces Roderick Strong. Cora Jade faces Dakota Kai. It'll be the in-ring debut of Harland. A no-holds-barred match, Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson. Tony D'Angelo and Andre Chase. And Boa versus Edris Enofe. And if I look at this lineup here, I'm very excited to see Braun Breaker and Roderick Strong. I think that match is going to be great. Cameron Grimes and Duke Hudson, no-holds-barred. Looking forward to that. Cameron Grimes is a great worker. 
I think that match is going to be very good. Tony D'Angelo and Andre Chase, not really all that uh, excited about it. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Cora Jade and Dakota Kai because, you know, this whole push Cora Jade thing, but I think she's she won war games on a fluke, but that's all they've done for her. So it'll be interesting to see if they actually give her a win over Dakota Kai or if they do what I expect, which is a heat finish, beating her down, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, Boa and Edris and Ofa, I don't even know what to think about that match. But what I do know is, according to Dave, the most pushed thing on social media for NXT this week is the debut of Harland. Of all things, that's the most, because he's big, you see. Because he's big, let's look at this show. Who's the biggest guy on this show? Well, uh, what, Duke Hudson? I mean, Boa's tall. The tallest guy, the biggest guy on the show is Harland. And so this big powder-looking guy, he's the most anticipated thing on this show, according to WWE social media, the debut of Harland. So I guess we'll see how it goes tonight. I'm excited. Aren't you? I'm not excited at all. No, no. Let us know how all that goes, too, tomorrow on the show. Feel free to do that because bro, I won't be. Bro, you should at least go watch Braun Breaker and Roderick Strong. Why would you not watch that match? That, Roderick that, Strong okay. is great. Braun Breaker that. is a future WrestleMania main eventer. You heard it here first. Oh, God. No, nobody heard it here first. Just Mike, by putting eyes on Mark Braun Breaker. Mark my words. Braun Breaker is a future WWE main, WrestleMania main eventer. So if you just heard what I just said, <laughs> if you just heard that, Mike, you heard it here first. I actually said it weeks ago. No, well, but apparently no, you're hearing it for the I first time. I think everybody that has set eyes on Braun Breaker and saw him for the first time and his poise in the ring and his interviews and what he looked like and all of that, I think everybody would assume that Braun Breaker is a future WrestleMania oh, really? Hall of Famer. Like the yeah. book here that's going to, he's going to bet $1,000 that they screw up Braun Breaker. That doesn't sound like he thinks he's going to be a WrestleMania main eventer. Here's the $1,000. You you keep saying and you keep fighting this battle with people that are telling you they're going to screw up Ron Breaker. Let me ask you a question. Because I believe two things can be true here. You can main event WrestleMania and they can mess you up. Okay? How many people have main evented WrestleMania? How many people have they tried to push that are legitimately stars right now? Seth Rollins, uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, uh, Roman, Lesnar. And along the lines, they muffed and screwed up storylines with them left and right. And they tapped people too early, like Drew McIntyre, and they didn't pan out, at least initially. There are ways to screw up Braun Breaker, but uh, two things can be true. He can also main event WrestleMania. I don't think either one of those things is in doubt. The fact that they screw up everybody and they have trouble with their storylines all the time, I'm not going to bet against them screwing up Braun Breaker, but it's also impossible to bet against him not being in the main event of WrestleMania because I guess I look at that with eyes that, again, you look at the Kurt Angles and we talked about Hook and we compared him to different people, but when you look at the trajectory that Braun Breaker is on, you know, he is a, wherever he goes, he's going to be a main eventer. Okay, well, let's do this then. FF Beer Money wants to put $1,000 down, all right? How many years do you want to give for him to main event WrestleMania? Should we do three or should we do five? Let's do this right now on the air. How many do you think it'll be? Honestly, it could be two. It honestly could be two. So I'll so say you think it'd be fair three. to be three. Yeah, yeah. That's All fair. right. 
Okay, so uh, so this bloke right here, uh, FF Beer Money, I will hereby bet you $1,000 that within three years, Braun Breaker is headlining WrestleMania. Take it or leave it. This is your chance. Because the, the, the bet about whether he screws up or not, I mean, you can't do it even a bet like that. Because what does that even mean? They screwed up everybody on Raw last night. But, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say that nobody on last night's Raw was a star. They have many stars on the yeah. show. They don't have any movers. But you know what? In all of Raw and SmackDown and NXT, they have no movers. They had one, and his name was John Cena, and now he's gone. I guess Brock is probably your one mover. But is the bet whether Braun Breaker can be as big a star as Brock? I hope not. But can he be as big a star as a Bianca well, Belair so. <laughs> who main evented a WrestleMania and she's still being used well and pushed? Of course he can. He will. Yeah, I, I hope the intention is to push him to be as big as Brock Lesnar is or The Rock or anybody else. I mean, <laughs> that better be your intention, whether you screw it up or not. You got Braun Breaker right there. You got this type of clay that you have the ability to mold, for heaven's sakes. He better be your top priority. Okay, so Beer Money has uh, accepted this bet. Within three years, Braun Breaker will headline a WrestleMania. So he's, he's, by the way, accepted this offer, so now I need to alert him that that's six chances that we have for him to do this because WrestleMania is two nights. And after uh, this year's Tokyo Dome, <laughs> uh, next year and the year after, maybe three nights. So that would give me oh, more God. opportunities. But he will headline WrestleMania within three years, or I will pay FF Beer Money $1,000. And if I win, which I will, he needs to donate $1,000 to Whale Scout. That fair? Excellent. Get, now we can shut up about it. and pay some bills here, you know what I'm saying? Well, do and, that. Hey, listen. Spread it out, bro. I'll think about it. <laughs> I'll think about it. Hey, and that's another thing you mentioned, too. That's another thing. If somebody wants to make bets like this with two nights of WrestleMania, what does that mean? Does the, the traditional Sunday night, does does he have to, you know? No, no I said May event WrestleMania. He did not I negotiate. Know. So it can I be know. Saturday night. It can be <laughs> Sunday night. I'm waiting for the day that they say there's five main events and he's in one of them. I'd still win. See, that's what happens when you don't read the contract. When you just go, oh, I'm so confident. He'll go in last. (laughs) Maybe he had his advocate read it. We have got SmackDown ratings. uh, 2.142 million viewers, up 5.5% from the previous week. 18 to 49. SmackDown did a .50, which is the lowest rating in the demo since the show returned to live touring in July. Well, that's not good. Mm. Rampage did 503,000 viewers on TNT on Friday, up 0.8% from the previous week. Second straight week of audience growth, still the fourth lowest in the history of the show, 0.18 in 18 to 49. And uh, it's ahead of the 0.17, which was the all-time low. So anyway, uh, the Hook debut did not skyrocket Rampage. But I don't think that anybody who really follows the ratings actually expected the Hook debut to skyrocket the Rampage ratings. Did you have to follow the ratings to not really be able to figure that out? Although I'm sure there's some stand-up for WWE person right now going, see, I told you Oh, man. Dude, were you on the internet yesterday? Remember somebody asked yesterday, how long is it going to take for the internet to turn on Hook? Well, it depends on what part of the internet you're talking about. This is Hook is exactly like the Monday Night Ratings. Where you've got the AW fans who have turned Hook into a meme. He's the next big thing. He's the biggest thing in all of AEW. And then you've got the WWE fans who are like, oh, he sucks. It was it was bad. Oh. You know, he did a horrible number. 
it's a failure, blah, blah, blah. And that's what he's going to put up with for his, his whole career, I presume. <laughs> but if you know, if you notice Young Hook, you ever been on Hook's Twitter? No. You haven't? No. Yeah. Hook's got a Twitter. He's got, uh, I think, 18,000 followers or something like that. Uh, he's never tweeted. And <laughs> he's following one account, which is AEW, and nobody Smart else, man. including his father, father yeah. and Tony <laughs> Khan, who signs his paycheck. So if you think Hook cares one bit about you dorks on the internet, think again. Back in a moment, it's your life. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760-800-306-1760-800-306-1760-That's 800-306-1760. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo 
absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is one 888 If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Should we do this silly Raw report? Why not? If you are a fan of heat, have I got the show for you. First, we had a Bobby Lashley MVP promo, and he wants to be on the day one pay-per-view in a four-way. And so Kevin Owens comes out. He thinks it's a stupid idea. Seth Rollins comes out. He thinks it's a stupid idea. Biggie comes out. He thinks they're all stupid. And then finally, Pierce and DeVille interrupt, and they say Bobby Lashley will be in the main event of day one in a four-way if, if he can beat Biggie, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens all in one night. At which point, fighting babyface, Bobby Lashley says, I accept. No negotiation. No arguments. He's a fighter. Then they announce that uh, there will not be the finals of the RK Bro tournament. So instead, we have Otis versus Riddle. And they went seven minutes. And Otis blocks the RKO, grabs him, world's strongest slam, Pins him clean in the middle of the ring. Orton tries to give Otis the RKO afterwards. Otis escapes. Orton gives the RKO to Chad Gable. And then Otis lays out Orton. Baby faces left lying. Exhibit A. We had Bianca Belair and Dewdrop. Ten-minute match. I thought the match was good. Bianca, this time, last week, uh, Dewdrop just walked out on her. This time, we got a finish. It was a 450 splash by Bianca. Crowd popped. And then Dewdropped beat her up and left her lying. Exhibit B. Babyface left for dead. We had Bobby Lashley and Kevin Owens. They went four minutes, and Bobby Lashley put him in the hurt lock. But before he could even lock the fingers, Kevin Owens taps. You don't want to get hurt before the pay-per-view. Seth is watching in the back. He's just furious that this guy just gave up so easy. So one down for Bobby Lashley. Becky Lynch came out and did a promo. Hey, have you guys been watching Raw? Well, if you have, you've seen this promo 80 times. Becky comes out and says, You fans turn on everybody. You fans wanted Liv to win, but if she'd won, you'd just have turned on her. Blah, 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 blah. Liv Morgan comes out. She wants a rematch at the pay-per-view. And uh, she ends up attacking Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch fights back in a fair fight, beats her ass, and leaves her laying. Exhibit C, babyface, left for dead here on this show. AJ does an interview. He's not going to give up on Omas. We had Dane and Reggie going on a date. Tamina tried to attack her. She got away on a trampoline. This trampoline gimmick is so wacky, but whatever. We had Robert Roode and Don Ziggler versus Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Austin Theory interfered. 
and he cost Finn Balor the match. He then laid out Finn Balor and left him for dead. Exhibit D, babyface left for dead here on this Raw show. Can't believe I've remembered what exhibit we're on off the top of my head. We had Nikki Ash all sad backstage. She was so depressed. Rhea told her to keep her chin up. So then we had Zelina versus Rhea Ripley. And Carmella and Nikki Ash ran in. They ran into the ring in front of the referee. It was not a DQ. But Rhea was distracted. And Queen Zelina beat Rhea Ripley in 50 seconds. Exhibit E. Babyface defeated in the middle of the ring. Seth Rollins faced Bobby Lashley. Kevin Owens ran in, attacked Seth Rollins for the DQ. That way Lashley couldn't go to the pay-per-view. But the, uh, you know, whoever, the villain Pierce came out. And even though we just had a bunch of stupid finishes on this show, this one they can't stand for. They announced that the match will be restarted immediately. Bobby Lashley pinned Seth Rollins with a spear in seven seconds of the restart. We had Austin Theory meeting with Vince. Just a, I don't, I don't even know what to say about this. It doesn't matter. It just, it's just one of those Vince things where, like, you watch it and you can't figure out what this guy was thinking. I'll talk about it later, maybe. Miz TV with Miz and Maurice. Edge comes out. They banter back and forth with Edge explaining what a huge star Miz is, and now he's a future Hall of Famer. How in the world does this make me want to see this match? Edge tries to attack Miz. Miz pulls his wife in front. Miz then boots and gives Edge the skull-crushing finale. Exhibit F, I believe, at this point. Babyface left for dead like a geek in the middle of the ring. But then Maurice is angry at Miz. How dare you pull me in front of you? I'm the mother of two children now. She slaps him across the face, and she leaves. Swerves are coming, everybody. I think you can all see where this is going. Miz beats Edge with help from Maurice. Beth Phoenix runs down. Mixed tag. Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Take it to the bank. Beer money. And then we had Bobby Lashley and Big E in the main event. Bobby Lashley now taking on his third main eventer. He has to beat to get in the main event match at the pay-per-view. And uh, the other two geeks run in because it's no DQ. So... He overcomes all of the odds. Him and Big E clear the ring of Rollins and Owens. And then uh, MVP hits La- uh, uh, Big E from behind with the thing. You know that thing you walk with, the cane? The gimmick. Uh, the gimmick. And then Big E spears him and pins him. Lashley overcomes all the odds. Exhibit G. Babyface left laying in the middle of the ring like a geek. And that's how the show goes off the air. There was not one segment on this show. I'm not making this up. There was not one segment on this show with a babyface where the babyface was not beaten and or laid out like a geek. So, who watches this show? With all due respect, can you imagine? It's the Christmas season. You got your tree up. You just put up some decorations. You went on a gnome hunt or whatever with your kids. And you sit down to enjoy Monday Night Raw 
Babyface beaten. Babyface laid out. Babyface beaten. Babyface laid out. Babyface laid out. Babyface beaten. Babyface laid out. Ho, ho, ho. Enjoy the holidays, everybody. That's your raw report. Well, if Not you... one babyface stood tall except a heel. Well, if you, you look back at that story with uh, the birth of Christ and everything, and you'll find a lot of negativity in there and, and a lot of violence and bloodshed and such. So, you know, maybe this is Vince's version of it. This is, you know, Vince Miss for you know how many lepers Jesus healed? You know how many lepers were healed on this show? Zero. The show was about normal people that were, were, they became lepers as a result of heels beating them and smashing them and leaving them for dead. Except for one Superman. Certainly feels like it's Bobby Lashley season again, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm actually. It was Bobby Lashley season for the night. Just like SmackDown when they did the the three-way tag match to find out who the best team in WWE was, and they plugged it for two hours. Find out who the best team in WWE is. Find out who the best team in WWE is. Then they do it, and they go, New Day is the best team in WWE tonight. Can you see Vince getting shaky, though, and going, Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Because you got MVP back, that's when that act worked the most. And yeah, you've we've already seen him plow through most of the roster. But in their minds, well, we've had a a whole draft happen, and everything is new again. And can I could absolutely see Bobby Lashley getting put right back into top position. We don't know what the direction is going to be as far as Kevin Owens goes. Seth Rollins, of course, is going to be there. He's going to be around, and Big E is too. But I could absolutely see Vince, see Vince in this season, Royal Rumble into WrestleMania, banking on Bobby Lashley, just a matter of who, who he faces. Does he win the title and you have Big E again trying to overcome? Or what exactly do you do there? So, I mean, I, it, I would not be shocked at all if we're going to start seeing a renewed Bobby uh, Lashley interest from Vince McMahon. This person wants to know if Big E is one of the worst book champions in history. Well, let's not get crazy and forget the past been a lot of them there there have been this is like when uh, everyone was raving over hook's debut like the greatest debut of all time and they forgot dominic bad bunny pat mcafee all of which i think happened within the last two years totally forgotten about him trust me there have been countless worst book champions than big e is he one of them sure but so is almost everybody else quite frankly wasn't Daniel Bryan crushed with a forklift by Kane? Dude, Daniel Bryan won, won that that match at WrestleMania 2014 and was just beaten like a drum in a Naturally. feud with Kane afterwards until he had to retire. Ray and it wasn't going to get better if he hadn't retired. Yeah. Ray, Jinder. Mm-hmm. I guess Jinder sort of got well, pushed. Jinder, his ascension was the thing that was the biggest joke. The guy who was couldn't even win a... A, a, a battle royal at WrestleMania it was embarrassed like a geek, didn't have any wins at all, and then we're going to crown him because, hey, we're going to India. Then by the time you get to India for the tour, you've taken the title off of him. Yeah. Stupid. I actually was I actually was so mad about that, and I, and I didn't even want Jinder as champion because it was, like, horrible. But when I had to sit through him being champion for eight months, eight months, and then they took the belt off him, like, the week before they went, I was I just couldn't take it yeah. anymore. I couldn't take it. But I kept watching. Because he had to. It's your job. It's my job. I'm a glutton. It's actually, mm-hmm. no, it's not my job. My job is whatever I want. I can watch whatever I want. Me but too. there's that part of me that feels I need to watch it because I want to do a good job, Mike. Oh, yeah. Is that Back it? in a moment, Observer Live. Oh,
be into punk rock, soft rock, or classic rock, R&B, hip hop, or house, country, techno, or techno country. But no matter what kind of music you listen to, here's something else you should hear. Please consider getting vaccinated. Talk to your pharmacist today about Comirnaty, COVID-19 vaccine mRNA. This message brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217-800-437-8217-800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stone? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit? It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is, your reaction times slow way down when you're high. You not only put yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. Drive high, get a DUI. Paid for by NHTSA. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We'll go through some of these messages in a moment, texts and emails, and then the phone lines are open. You want to call? We'll do it. 844-913-2727. 844-913-2727. We'll see what's on all y'all's mind today. Like how you made it sound like a threat. Matt Hardy took to Twitch yesterday with a promise to address the status of brother Jeff Hardy, who was released by WWE last week. During the stream, Matt repeatedly stated that he is not worried about Jeff, stated WWE, quote, may have jumped the gun in releasing Jeff. 
Hardy was sent home after a WWE house show in Edinburgh, Texas. Release was announced five days later. Before anyone rushes to judgment, Matt said, obviously they drug tested him after all of this stuff. Wait until you hear the results of that. And when that comes back clean, then hopefully people will feel better about it. They felt like they were backed into a corner because of his history. Even though they may have jumped the gun with this a little bit, they made a decision, and it is what it is. Matt said WWE asked Jeff to go to rehab. Jeff refused because he did not think he needed to go. And I don't think he did either, said Matt. Jeff is in the best place I've seen him in a very long time. As far as the details of what went down on that evening and in that match, I've talked with Jeff. I feel good about everything he said, and that's Jeff's story to share. He told me he will when he is ready to. Also in the stream, Matt and Rebby said they have talked to Jeff about starting a Twitch channel doing music and art streams. Matt also said Jeff was excited to start doing cameo video messages. The two would like to do more Final Deletion-style matches together. So this has led to a lot of uh, conspiracy theories. The um, one I've heard most is that Jeff was trying to get fired to go to AEW. Now, from listening to what Matt says here, I mean, I don't buy that. I guess, listen, anything's possible. I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know what the story is with Jeff. When Jeff wants to tell his side of the story, he's welcome to. But from listening to the way that Matt is describing this, it sounds like what Matt is trying to say is that there was some other issue with Jeff that caused him to walk out. And because the company presumed because of his history, that it must have been something else, uh, they ended up releasing him. Now, here's what's weird about this story. And again, I don't know what happened. This is what I can tell you. Matt says he's not worried at all about Jeff. I do know that there were people in WWE after this happened that told me that they were worried about Jeff. So if it was nothing, I feel like they would not have been worried. They must have been worried for some reason, but I don't know what that reason was, okay? They, this happened on the 4th, and he was released on the 9th. So they waited five days. Matt says they drug tested him. Why would they, and I'm not saying anybody is guilty of anything. I don't know what's going on. Why would they fire him before they got the, the results back? Matt seems to indicate that they haven't got the results back yet. So, why wouldn't you wait for that before you release the guy? I mean, it sounds like, according to Matt, that, you know, they they drug tested him. And while waiting for the results, with the presumption that he was on drugs, they told him, Would you, we want you to go to rehab. And he said no. And then instead of waiting for the results, they fired him. So none of this makes any sense to me. And I guess we just have to wait for more information to come out, either from Jeff's side or the WWE side or both. But it's weird. And the moral of the story is, no, I don't think that Jeff was trying to get himself fired so that he could go to AEW. Was that really the way you want to do it with the reputation that you... I mean, I guess a worker is going to work. I guess you could look at it that way. You use your artistic side to come up with some creative way to get out of something using real life, but... I don't know if I'd want to use that aspect of my real life to get out of something. Um, I don't know what it is. Who knows what it is? Maybe he just broke. Maybe that was it for him. Who knows exactly what it is? Maybe Matt's just covering for his brother. Maybe it's a mix of everything. I don't know. And I, it, I guess it really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter because he is released. And, 
He did a vignette or did a walk-on appearance with Matt doing some sort of cameo and some sort of video that he did. And then on his Jeff Hardy's Twitter today is something that taped that night, which is him running through the dates for his concert tour. His band is going to be playing in Milwaukee and Chicago and Rockford and Des Moines uh, coming up, I guess, this weekend, uh, beginning on Thursday. So... I don't know, but the bottom line is he's gone, and if I'm AEW, I tread carefully, and I use you know all of my research, and I wait and see what happens before I take a look at him, because I tell you what, if he's got a problem, which he's had in the past, you got to be careful going forward, using somebody like that and helping like somebody like that along. If this was a work to get out of it, then you got to question who you're bringing on in 2021 and somebody that would do that to get out of a contract. I don't believe that for a second. I don't believe that for a second, but I'm just saying if that's truly what it was and that off chance that it is, that that to me is almost worse than the other in some ways of like, how can you bring this guy in? If you manipulated that type of situation using that type of past with so many people that are, you know, worried about you and, and worried about your future. New Jersey, you're on the air. What's going on? What's up, Mike? What's up, Brian? Twitch homies, this is WVL82 from the Twitch chat. I have a question that's kind of related to, I guess, Raw in general. Um, since they left the Thunderdome, I actually made a comment before they left the Thunderdome that it leaned into McMahon and Dunn's worst tendencies when it came to button manipulation with noises. It still seems like there's an ambient crowd noise being piped in. It kills the immersion. The Edge promo last Monday, the cadence, the timing, everything just felt like off and sterile. Do you know if they even care about that kind of thing? Bro, I want to thank you very much for the call. I'm not mad at you, but this sums up all about why. I've been watching WWE since the 80s, and how is this new? They have been doing crowd sweetening for as long as I've been watching WWE. They did it in the 80s. They did it in the 90s. They did it in the 2000s. They did the Thunderdome, and now they're doing it again. This is not something that they started doing in the Thunderdome, and now they've decided, oh, that worked. Let's keep doing it forever. You you notice it less when there's like a million people in the building, but this is nothing new. Maybe people's ears are just better now and tuned in for that sort of thing. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what it is. But, yeah, they have been doing it forever. But with that same thing being said, look how many holes there are in the production game that weren't there even for like 15 years ago. You know, the, everything has gotten sloppy in some ways with shots. You know, they, they go back to a shot that's not there. We've had issues with, you know, the wrong theme with that crowd overlay being played, you know, with Michael Cole announcing in the background. They have been, they have not been good with this. And there are times like when Liv Morgan is cutting a promo and it's dead-ass silent. Or at the beginning of that Bianca Dewdrop match, that was dead silent. Where it does show off a little bit more. Or it's dead silent during a match and then all of a sudden you get the ten punches in the corner. And then all of a sudden you get that same one, too, that you would hear in the video game. And it's like, I mean, it is more jarring than ever. So I can see how people are picking up on it more. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, This person here is in Austin. Yes, Austin. Hey, Brian. Hey, Mike. Shout out to the Twitch homies. Uh, I want to get your guys' opinion on 
where you think, if anyone would sign Jonathan Gresham, because the guy's a little talented, and obviously he's not going to WWE because he's over 30. So, I mean, who do, where do you think would be the best fit for him? Well, I want to thank you very much for the call. I mean, you'd have to ask Jonathan Gresham because, uh, you know, the the he will work out great in New Japan. He would probably work out great in AEW. If I were if I were Jonathan Gresham, I mean, especially nowadays, as long as you don't sign with WWE, pretty much wherever you sign, you're largely going to be able to work almost everywhere else. So if if he signs with New Japan, he'll be able to work AEW dates if they want to use him. He'll be able to work Impact dates if they want to use him. If he signs with Impact, it's the same deal. I mean, there's so many opportunities, especially, you know, if you're as talented as Jonathan Gresham, I mean... He's going to have a lot of different places that he can work. I would probably go with New Japan. I, yeah, same here. I mean, New Japan's strong, you know, here in the States, and then continuing to work wherever, you know, somebody wants to watch, you know, to, to feature him. Because, again, him anywhere on the indie scene facing anybody makes me completely happy. So would he be good for AEW? Sure. I mean, they could use somebody like him, but you, know, you already have a swollen up roster as it is. And I think for him to really stand out, I think him doing what he's doing now and actually with a, a rebooted ring of honor, depending on what situation they're in at the time, I don't think that's the worst idea in the world for him. Look, he's, he's got the disadvantage of being incredibly short. And I think if he was over in Japan full-time in the juniors division out there with Zack Sabre, well, not Zack Sabre Jr., but having matches with guys like Zack Sabre Jr., but being a dominant part of that junior heavyweight division, I think it would be great. But look at Jordan Grace. You know, can, can she go over and work in Japan? Does she want to go over and work in Japan? Would that be something she's interested in? So without knowing any of that stuff, you know, you just look at it domestically. I think his best plan of action is right now, you know, again, if you sign with AEW, that's obviously security, you, you know, no problem there. Impact, eh, you know, I'm not as sold on Impact as a lot of people, although, again, there's security with being signed there. But I almost think he's better off being a freelancer, keeping that ROH title, going around, being focused on going to a GCW, showing up at a Defy, going to a place that's really going to really help his overall uh, shine, you know, by going there, having great matches, being a big fish in a small pond. I don't think that's the worst idea in the world for Jonathan Gresham. And he can he can incorporate that, obviously, with New Japan Strong. Yes, Los Angeles, you're on the air. What's going on? Uh, hey, Brian, Mike, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. I have kind of a double question here that is regarding the women's division in WWE. Um, I know during the initial uh, fervor of the pandemic, Fit Finley was let go by the WWE, and I know he got rehired later in the same year. Um, how much of the regression of the women's division would you attribute to Fit Finley being removed from his post? What do you mean by regression? What are we talking about here? I mean, like, just the actual, like, how much focus the actual division has gotten. Just given that match. That would, have, about, that would have like, zero zilch nada to do with Fit Finley. It's all Vince. Vince decides, like, really? yeah, Vince is in charge of all of the, he, he approves every script. He approves everything. It's all mm -hmm. Vince. Now, Fit did Fit work will help women. put matches together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from that point of view, look, yeah. I mean, if you look at some of the agents, you know, Jason Jordan or Billy Kidman or 
Uh, oh God, Brian, name some more. Abyss. Uh, you know, the plenty. Uh, who? Oh, I'm forgetting somebody. Uh, pretty obvious who's, who's been doing a lot of stuff too. But another former TNA guy. Who am I brain locking on? Anyway, regardless, these guys do a good job putting together. Talk about Sanjay. Sure Sanjay Dot. He's yeah, an AEW. Oh, I'm sorry, but, but he was there at one point. But I'm, I'm I'm not sure exactly who else WWE has, but. You know, they do a good job putting together matches, and I don't—the issue isn't with that. You know, these women are getting time beforehand. You know, they're getting all of the, you know, knowledge that they, you know, are looking for. There's a ton of people there that that they can work with. So I don't think that's the issue at all. The issue is stars aren't being created. The stars that have been created are being put in situations that aren't very good, and— the whole problem with the women's division is the creative. It's not the athletic talent. It's it's not that. You know what I mean? It's how these women are presented. Liv Morgan, they have not been doing the best with, unfortunately. And I like Liv, but my God, they give her that promo last night, too much verbiage, all that other stuff. Did that play to her, her strengths? I don't think so. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy-efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town get your new windows patio doors and more from the window replacement hotline get ready for the change in weather save on your energy bills call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home call the window replacement hotline now 800-685-2080 800-685-2080 that's 800-685-2080 Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. 
They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Shingo Takagi is this year's Tokyo Sports MVP Award winner. These are very political awards. But even with that said, how in God's name did the great Okan win the Technique Award? Now listen, I know that we've got the Okarnies listening right now, oh, he's so awesome, he's so great, you're so mean to the great Okan. But you know what's funny about this? We also, those same people are all about Zack Sabre. Oh, Zack's the greatest. Zack Sabre Jr. is so great. Well, how did he not win the Technique Award? The great Okan. The great Okan beat Zack Sabre Jr. to win the Technique Award. BS is what it is. It's ridiculous. I'd go as far as to say preposterous. Oh, my. Yeah, it's ridiculous. You have to bring out the source. And I'm to, sorry, to but Muto and Goshiyazaki was not the greatest match of all of 2021 in Japan. Or no. anywhere. It just no. wasn't. How about but it's Muda politics. Being, Muda being one of the last two to be uh, named for MVP. There was only two candidates, folks. Shingo and Keiji Muto. Well, you know, when I'm, when I'm 58 years old, having great matches at the Temple Theater... With the likes of Young Hook, I probably should get votes for wrestler of the year as well. You won't. And he shouldn't. So it's a show for a different day. Maybe you're, you're even a horrible person. The Adam and Mike, Big Audio Nightmare, who's been discussing uh events taking place in and around Japan now for damn near what, fifteen years now. So that will probably be the place that we will talk about this more in depth. The Adam and Mike, Big Audio Nightmare. But coming up, I don't know what comes on Sports Byline. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow here on Wrestling Observer Live. Gee, thanks, Mike. You're taking my, my main gig here, wrapping up the show. Let me show you how it's done. All right. I want to thank Mike, as always, callers and listeners over to the studio, our Twitch homies, and our top-tier YouTube subscribers. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live.